Welcome to Mom Means Business, the podcast where we celebrate the incredible strength and resilience of moms who are turning their dreams into reality. With your hosts, Jamie and Jessica. This is more than just a podcast. It's your mom business meeting. So let's dive in, connect, and together let's show the world that mom means business. Well, hi everyone. Welcome to Mom Means Business Podcast. We are here and we are ready to talk about all things business. Hey, Jamie. Hey, Jessica. Um, cheers. What are we going to celebrate today? I know. I'm never ready for this question. Okay, but I actually do have an answer. I have been just like, and I posted this on Instagram the other day, but like I have been. I saw this. I saw thinking this. Thinking about this nonstop lately. How like 30s or, okay, I, I shouldn't even frame it like that because I loved all the comments that I got from everyone. My post was like, 30s are where it's at. Like everything is just so much better in your 30s. And I feel like when you're in your 20s and you're like, oh, dirty 30, like I'm turning 30, it's so scary or I don't know that I really viewed it that way but like for a lot of people that's a thought um and like the feedback on my posts everyone was like no 40s are where it's at 50s are where it's at no 70 is where it's like real and I just appreciated that and loved it so because it's like it only gets better with time I seriously think that I just think everything gets so much better the older you get I think you're more confident I think you just like understand life so much better. You have more money. You just like. <laughs> it's like a fine wine. You just age like a fine wine, you know? It's <laughs> true, though. It's so true. I think about my 20s and it's like, oh, you think you're like young and these are the times, but it really does just get better. I'll tell you what was better in my 20s my skin. Oh, your skin looks good. I mean, it's not bad, right? But like, you know, you look back at pictures of your 20s and you're like, oh, maybe okay. if I had a little lifty here okay. and a little, you know, Let's thing here. Let's talk about that because actually I have been really obsessed with this lately because I definitely agree. I'm like, I feel like this is something I never really thought about before and I'm finding myself like researching Botox and researching like creams for my face. And I feel like I'm someone that's never really had a skincare regimen. And like now I'm out here buying like $80 water creams from beauty counter to like fill my facial lines. And I'm like, I do agree with that. And I do, I am like a pro Botox person. I just haven't taken the leap yet because like part of me is a little bit scared. Well, because look at your face. So you don't even need it. A. You can't, you can't see it at this <clears throat> angle, but it's, it's there. I, I, um, it's funny that we're talking about this because I watched this video that said basically like Gen Z is who has made like face, facial regimens a thing. I don't know if that's true or if it's like I'm now in my 30s and I'm feeling like, okay, I need to really put some energy into this um, because it, it could have some rewards later. But it's probably somewhere in between, right? I mean, because I asked my, um, I went to go get a facial and I asked the person giving me a facial. I was like, what would you recommend? And she was like, well, if you talk to people 20 years older than you, they're going to, they're going to tell you to do, um, oil of Olay, you know, and like tried and true cream, cold cream. Yes. That's so true. Or, and they're like, that generation is very like 
anti-Botox and very anti-like yes. all the like natural aging for life. That's great too. But I'm like, if the resources are there. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I gotta be honest. Like, like if Botox is for you, no shade, like that's not whatever you do. You, it's not for me. And here's why, because the science behind it is like, basically it's a paralysis and I just can't think about, I can't get beyond the science of it. So I haven't done it yet. And, and I think it's because my mom put it in my head in a conversation recently. She's like, you could get lymphedema. And I'm like, oh, no, I'll be the one that gets lymphedema from Botox. Like, what if the paralysis doesn't work and then you have one side that's droopy and then the other side that's – I just – I can't. Like, I don't, I don't want to take a chance on that. I'd rather just do a cream till the end of time and cross my fingers that it works. I know. I'm like, can like technology's there. Can we not get like a cream that's like Botox at this point? Like, well, and here's the other thing. Like, my partner, he is like amazing, and he's like, well, the whole idea of like being together is that we grow old together, and growing <laughs> old together is like you get the wrinkles, you get the gray hair, you get like you grow old together. And I was like, you know what? Thank you for that. Gonna ride that wave. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I did just order a new cream. It was very expensive. Stay tuned on if it works. Yeah. Okay. So I guess I'm we're excited. cheersing to being in our thirties. Yeah. Like it's, it's so good. I feel like we just went on like kind of a negative sesh about like aging, but. That was well, literally, like, back the to thing. the celebration. Yeah. That is literally the only thing, everything else about being 30 and it's fine. I'm still like, I'm very happy with where my face is at in this stage of life. Yeah. Let it be yeah. Done. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. I'm very happy about where I am in life, where my face is, where my body is. Although, let me just say, I don't know who needs to hear this. I have said this to a few people. But the other day I got on the scale. I know. I know. Why did I do this to myself? I don't know. Well, also let it be known I did it in the morning. Everyone's like, well, did you do it at night? Well, no, I did it in the morning. And I, right now, I weigh the same amount that I weighed when I was 42 weeks pregnant with my first daughter. I, I actually weigh more than that. But like, that is not an indication of my body. Like mm-hmm. I got denied from a, a dietitian or a, a, like a nutrition platform because they said I didn't qualify because I was too healthy. So like, it, just take this note away if you don't take anything else. Like the scale is just a number. It is just a number. Yeah. For for my mental health, I personally can't weigh myself. I have no idea what I weigh, but like just like practicing self-care. Because same, my body is very different now than it was like 10 years ago. Like even looking at like when when Kyle and I got married, um, it's just really different. But like celebrating your body and practicing mantras, like I have to say all the time, like my body is so capable. I'm like so able. Absolutely. I can do all these things. And I read this post the other day because I, I don't know, I was like being weird the other day about my bathing suit. We were about to go to the pool and I was like telling Kyle, I was like just being so weird and uncomfortable about my bathing suit. I was having one of those days. And um, that same day I saw like an Instagram post of this woman and it was mm-hmm. like her talking about her kid asked her like, mommy, why do you have dents in your legs? And um, I just loved it so much. She was like, this is, we don't know. Like cellulite is a part of life. It's like little bodies big bodies we just don't know who's gonna have it it's it's all about your skin and i i just need it i needed to read that that day yeah i it's so true though like 
It's so true. And I, you know, for my daughters want to make sure that I am acting and saying things that are, you know, body positive. Like I don't want them to have the yeah. same sort of mentality that I have. Yes. So yes. if I can have control in that in any sort of way, I'm going to do it. 100%. So, um, I can't remember how we, oh, the scale. Oh, the scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, I have really good news in that, um, since last year I have, I guess we, we're going to the water cooler at this point. We're going to have some water okay. cooler talk. So okay. meet me there. Okay. Okay. Um, so I have had eye issues since mm. last year. I mean, yeah. gosh, I, I think I had like an episode like in November ish or something. And then in January, yeah. then in March, it's just like been consistent. Well, Last week, I said, enough is enough, and I'm going to the doctor. I don't care how much it costs. Like, I, I can't take it anymore. Okay. This is your reminder, excuse me, to go to the doctor if something is wrong. Because I went, and she was like, oh, well, your eyes are so dry that I can see where your contact has, like, it, like indented yes, yeah. to your eyeball. And yeah. I was like, that is not a pretty picture. Yeah. Um, also, she was like, do you take them out every night? You do. Every night. I take my contacts out every single night. And um, she's, so when we look at computer screens, we don't blink as much, which yeah. doesn't generate water in our eyeballs. So she was like, we're going to do this eye drop regimen. And when I tell you, like, it's a multi, like, phase eye drop regimen, it is insane. Um, and, She's like, if this doesn't work, we're going to put we're going to put plugs in your tear ducts so that the water doesn't like basically the eye water doesn't drain that it just like stays in your eye to like train your eye to be like lubricated. And I was like, yeah, no, I'll be a compliant patient. What do you need me to do? I don't. We're not going to do that. Um, so I am feeling ten thousand times better. So every time you wake up and you have eye crusties, be thankful. Cheers to that. Celebrate that because you know what? That means you have lubrication in your eyes. Mm -hmm. I had not had that for months. Wow. And now you do? And now I do. Um, did she keep you in your same contacts? She did because she was like, she said basically like, it, we, we're going to treat one thing first and then we'll treat the other thing later, but we don't want to treat them at the same time because then we don't know what the actual problem is. So smart. That was great. Cool. She was like, let's just keep this part the same and then we'll change this. Cool. This is this has been a journey like Jessica many of times has Marco pulled me about her eyes. And I get eye things too. So we've kind of like been on the same page with all this. And that's always what my doctor has said. Like she's like because I if I fall asleep on the couch with my contacts in, that's when mm. I have issues because like my con my eyes are so dry my contact adheres to my eye and then i'm pulling a piece of my cornea off with my oh, contact stop. that's what she told me was happening it was like these small like micro abrasions on my eyes oh my gosh well she did give me this stuff computer interesting about the computer so she this is so she gave me this stuff it's called blink contacts for dry contacts and she said throughout the day just put them in your eyes and it will basically like reignite your eyeballs to be lubricated so is that that's over the counter Oh, I don't know. I, I think so she told me i could get it on amazon i got it there because i just was like committed to whatever Seems the solution is. 
So I keep it on my desk. I'm going to do that. I could use that. It's amazing. It's amazing. Especially with like all the smoke coming through right now. Like I noticed I'm getting like really, have you been having that? I've noticed that like my contacts have been worse lately. Yeah. Yeah. We're just, we're sensitive. Sensitive. (laughs) We're really sensitive. sensitive. I've always been like this though. Like I've always just had like eye stuff. I don't know. I was like a weird thing of whatever it is. Like I like since meeting you, your eye stuff is worse than mine, and it's been validating for for myself. (laughs) I mean, I tell you what. Last week I hit a wall, and I was like, "Enough is enough." (laughs) You've been it's terrible. Um. Okay, so I have something really fun to talk about. Do you have a list to talk about too? Do you? I have a few things. Just kind of rolling with it. Life has been okay, good lately, so I can, okay. I can pull things. Okay, so in our first episode, we talked about what work life was like in the 1970s, and my mother-in-law came to visit, and she worked in the 1970s, and so I was telling her about it, and um, she listened to the part of our episode where we talked about it, and um, she validated a lot of what we said, but then also was like, she also said things like, the attire to go to work was completely different than it is now. Like she was like, you wouldn't see a female at a workplace without a heel or a pencil skirt or like, it was very to the nines, like dressed up and people wanted to do that. She was like, now people are working in leggings and a t-shirt and you know, they don't really care the same way that they used to, but she was Mm -hmm. like, you just, you would never show up to work without heels and you know without a type of heel or like a skirt or a dress um now mind you she worked in new york so like she was taking a subway right. yeah you know she was taking public transportation but she was like you know i went in my heels every day and she also said that if you were late forget it like you didn't have a job like 801 didn't have a job and like now i think we just have this mentality where it's like look you know if you're here at 8 10 like meh, what are you gonna do in the 10 minutes that you weren't here i mean I okay but just, you and i have had this conversation so many times and we struggled with this in higher ed that the principle of having to be at work from eight to five is insane it's like yes. if if you i mean let's be real we can all very efficiently do our job like obviously I feel like I kind of do my job throughout the whole entire day. But, like, generally, if you're working in an office setting, like, you do not need to be there from 8 to 5. You don't need to be there from 8 to 5. Now, if you're a waitress, you're, like, in a restaurant, you, like, probably should be there when your shift starts on time. Um, And a director's office, too, right? No. No. I I just remember, like, sorry to my previous supervisors who – or might might be tuning in, but mm, like, I just remember sitting in, in the office and just doing something else because I had done all the work that I needed to do for the day. And it was such a waste of time. And when I had my daughter, I remember thinking like, I could be spending time with her. And instead I'm sitting in this office Googling things that I don't need or that are a waste of my time. And it was just so frustrating. So yes. Yeah. Jamie, we I think I think that was ultimately why you and I, I mean, like having children and working in a job like that that did require you to be in an office from, 
you know, eight to five was just, we were like, no. Okay. And then like also banking off 1970s and like everyone was dressed to the nines. I literally had this thought today. I walked out in my backyard and all my neighbors are just like home. You know, we live in like a nice neighborhood and people are outside walking their dogs or like (laughs) shout out to my neighbors. They were just now outside. I don't know, like measuring a fence or something. And my other neighbors are outside and we all are working and paying for our mortgages somehow, but we're all just like here. And I think that's so funny because we're just like, I just had the thought, I was like, do they think I don't work? Like I'm act, I'm working very hard, but yeah, we see each other outside so much throughout the day. I'm always like work culture is just so different now. Like so in a really different. good way. In a really good way. In a good well, way. I mean, imagine like, First of all, imagine how many times I went to your office and just sat there and talked. I know. Same thing. Exactly. So all the time. instead, they're measuring for offense. How productive, right? Or yeah. like, maybe they're just taking a walk outside. Oh, yeah. What a great thing to do for your mental health. You know, <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I just, there was a lot of wasted time in the office. And, you know, I just think that we've really come a long way. Yeah. I could not agree more. I think like the pandemic was actually like the best thing for work culture. I'm like, it's just. I wonder if people have like an opposite reaction. Like do some people think it was the worst thing for work culture? Oh, I just think it's so nice. I'm like, uh, to be, I have no idea what my neighbors do. I don't, I have no idea what any of them do, but I'm like, I, I know they work. They're probably between mm-hmm. meetings. I don't know what they're doing, but. <laughs> well, maybe they're on meetings and with the headphones on. I mean, what? Yeah, like same as me. Like I've got like my earbuds. I'm outside getting the FedEx packages and I'm talking to Bobby on the phone about maintenance. I'm like, this is just, I'm thankful life can be like this. I know. I know. Um, okay, that was my 1970s circle back moment. Um, I appreciate that. I'm just, God, I'm so glad it's not like that anymore. I know. She did also say, like, you know, there was a whole element of, like, the boss. Like, there was always a boss. And she said it specifically like that. And so, um, I mean, I probably could have asked a few more questions, but I don't feel that way right now. Maybe I'm just really lucky that I have really great I'm putting it air bunny quotes around, but like a really great boss. She, she would lose her mind if she knew that I was calling her a boss, but um, yeah, that's a weird term. Like, I don't like that. I like, obviously we use that term in a different way. Like, I don't know. Like I say it to Rory all the time too. I'm like, dude, way to boss it up. It's way less today. <laughs> but like Heather said, one, one of my employees recently, I was, she, this is a really tangenty story, but I've been working to get a pool membership because I didn't renew my pool membership this year. And I really regret that because my child is a fish this year. And so I'm just like paying these daily fees to go to the pool. Anyway, so why can't you get the membership? Okay, we'll, we'll just table I just that. I didn't. I just didn't because like mm-hmm. last year I paid like $600 for this membership and we went Jeez. like five times. We went like, oh. yeah, it was like, this tell your neighborhood pool. to get a pool. Jeez. It's big enough. I, I literally have that on my agenda for the HOA. I'm like, good. I'm so proud of you. Need Do it. A neighborhood pool. I, I'm pushing yeah. it hard. I'm actually, wow, this is a real vendor, but I've actually been <laughs> going down this rabbit hole of like quoting soak pools for my backyard, like doing this whole, whole thing. That would be like oh, by my plan. Okay. This is a really, the pool is really wrapped up in my life. <laughs> I can see. I can see. <laughs> So anyways, one of my employees is on this pool that I'm speaking about, the board. And so she was like, message him, say you're my boss. And I was like, 
I'm not gonna be like, hey, I'm Heather's boss. Like, <laughs> so weird. Be like, can you give me a discount? I was like, how do I frame it different? I'm just gonna be like, hi, I work, I work Heather. as Heather's supervisor, and she told me to speak with you about getting a reduced membership rate. Anyway, she put me on. I got the reduced membership rate. Listen, take this nugget with you too. Ask the question. Always ask the question because what's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah. They say no? It's mid-season. You want me to pay full price? Like, No. But I'm I'm starting to just feel weird like bumming off people all the time. Like, hey, are you going to the pool? And they're like, no, dot, dot, dot. And I'm like, oh. Uh, I'm gonna get Seth, to the don't pool. you want to go? <laughs> right. And I don't want anybody to make special plans, but I'm like, oh man, I really got to get my own membership because I'm going to the pool the most. And the people I'm wanting to go with have like, you know, teenagers. And they're like, eh, no. Eh, no. <laughs> we don't really want to splash around. You can't around. go without a member. Yeah, you can't go uh, without a member. Anyways. Well, now you're a member. So take your friends. Yep. We're, <laughs> we're here. We're good. Um, okay. Well, let's stay tuned. Getting a pool in my neighborhood. Yes. Keep us updated. Um, okay. Anything else you wanted to bring to the surface here? I think we've really got a lot. You got, yeah, you got anything? Too. All right. Yeah, All right. we're 21 minutes deep. 21 minutes deep. Okay. So um, today in our business notes, we are going to talk about how we always just overlook the journey of an entrepreneur versus, you know, maybe celebrating the journey, right? And so um, it's funny, I was telling Jamie what the topic was going to be before we got started here. And um, I said, you know, people might think like you're already at the end, right? And so like people want to celebrate you. And she's like, am I at the end? What what does the end look like? And so let's do a quick little exercise. If you're driving, please don't do this. But like, you know, maybe, maybe don't close your eyes, but if you can close your eyes and I want you to think about a leader or an entrepreneur that you really admire and what you admire about them. What have you seen about them? Do you just remember and think about their successes and the end goal? Um, and I, I just want you to think about that for a second because they did a lot of things in that journey to get to that place that you remember that, that has you define them as successful. But for some reason, we never think about the journey. We never think about the things that they may have had to do to get there. All we think about is the end. So this is, I don't know why um, Jenna Kutcher, you know her? She has a podcast too, Gold Digger Podcast. Anyway, I don't know why she's like on my mind. But anyway, when I think of her, I just think of her, uh, her podcasting and her business that she's created now, but she started as a photographer and all the things she had to do in between to get to where she is now. I honestly couldn't list one. Yeah. And that's just so interesting to me. And what would it look like to celebrate someone's journey? I don't know. I love it. Yeah, I I love a journey story, especially for um especially for an entrepreneur because it's like this is so hard. This is so painfully hard. <laughs> like it's such a slog. 
And like when I picture my end game, I'm like, what is my, does that mean me like selling be still getaways? Does that mean like, like what people ask me that all the time? They're like, what? So what's next for be still getaways? I'm like, we're in it. This is next. It's today. It's tomorrow. It's the next day. It's we're in it. This is it. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I feel like we are, I mean, we are every day dealing with crises and like putting out fires that I'm like, yeah, this, I can't do this forever. There are many end games that I have pictured in my mind, but like, uh, I, and I was even having this thought today because we were having a particular really, really bad, not really bad, but it's just like hard, like just things that happen on, on a daily basis in different fires that you have to put out. And we were having a particularly rough morning as a team, like dealing with a, with a situation. Um, and I was just like, I am having a really bad anxiety and like one of my team members as well. We were both like, we're having really bad anxiety. We need to go work out. So her and I like both split at separate times to go work out. And, um, when I was, like on my bike or something, I got, well, one, I got a DM from one of my property owners on Instagram and she was like, wow, kudos. I was just like on air DNA and, um, like carriage house, which is one of my other brands is like one of the top performers and property managers on all platforms. And I was like, oh, that's so cool. And like carriage house by carriage house, they mean be still getaways. It's just like populating as carriage house. Um, and I was like, dang, I really needed that. And then I was just thinking about how we had a rough morning and I was like, we have to give ourselves grace. I think we have so much desire to be perfect and like, oh, everything's just like smoothly operating all the time. And it's like our volume of work is so high and we are doing so much that like just it's just so important to celebrate where you are at -hmm. certain points throughout the day, like especially when things get really hard. And that has been I've really been trying to work on that lately because I can be really, really hard on myself and Well, in our personal life, right, what do we hear all the time? Like, be present, be in the now, you know, try not to set too many goals because you're going to lose focus and this and that. But like, you don't hear that in your business. In your business, it's like, okay, what is your three-year plan? What is your five-year plan? How are you going to get there? What are the – it's like, just whoa, just whoa. Like, yes, I'm not saying those things are not important. But also, there is a balance there of – trying to be in the journey and be in the now be in the today like today Jamie it was there was tension right a tension of like man we really didn't do this well but also we're really great and those things can live in the same space yeah and part of being in the journey is being able to uh see that for what it is right and to and to be in it, just be in that tension a little bit. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, agree with that. Because like if you're focusing on the goal, then you couldn't have had that thought of like, but we're actually good, right? You would have just been like, this is detrimental to the goal that we are trying to achieve in three years and we're never going to get there if this is what we're going to yeah. do. And That's right. That's, right. That's important to, to keep on the forefront because it's like when an issue is happening, it's like oh why didn't I prevent this I should have done xyz and it's like yeah absolutely learning opportunity take it away but at the same time just being like no we are we are doing a really good job and just things happen 
Well, so I have a I have a little bit of a challenge for everyone, myself included. I'm like including myself in this as well. But instead of seeing, you know, whatever I'm thinking about social media like Facebook, Instagram, instead of seeing someone's what you deem as their success, right? Because they might not be saying it. They're posting on Instagram, like, this is my gold star. I've made it. But really, they might have other goals that they're trying to achieve. So instead of honing in on someone's gold star or end goal or seeing them in that way, maybe try to tune into their journey a little bit, ask them questions. And if you are starting your own journey, right, that wouldn't that be inspiring to know what that has looked like? Mm-hmm. I love that. I mean, I it could love be a journey story. I love it so much. Me too. Me like, too. Wait, what? How did you do that? Like, I found myself asking so many questions like that recently to people. I'm like, wait, I'm just like not understanding. How did you do that? What is happening? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think you just learned so much about that person and why they do what they do. Um, it can just be really inspirational, I think. And if not inspirational, educational. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. And even maybe asking somebody like, have you met your end goal? I I mean, I said that to Jamie and she was like, wait, I'm at the end. What is the end? What is the end? I don't know what the end is. Yeah. And this definitely isn't the end goal. I can tell you that. (laughs) No, but to some extent you've reached a, a goal, which could potentially be interpreted as an end. Right. So, but then you're reestablishing a new goal to reach a new end. So. Yeah, solid. We get closer every day. Or I think every it's just day. Like figuring all this out. Every day. Okay, well, there you go. Business notes. I hope you took some notes there. And your challenge is to embrace and learn about someone's journey versus just the end. Okay. Um, I don't have a mom saying today. Do you have one? Well, I like I said earlier, I've noticed myself like Rory asks me all the time. He's like, "Mom, am I a boss yet?" Mom, when I <laughs> when I turn 5, am I going to be a boss? And I'm like, "Dude, you are a boss." So like last night at swim cuz we're just like Rory's in such a fun stage right now. He's like so into this swimming thing. We've got him in swim lessons like twice a week and he's just like a little fish. And so I just find myself I keep saying him Something Kyle and I always say is like, dude, you are bossing it up out there. You're doing so good. And I'm like, take that for what it is. But I think just like using the word boss today, I'm like, that is a word I frequently use with my child. So, Which had a negative connotation in the 1970s. And here we are bringing it back to be positive. So there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I definitely feel like boss is like positive now. Yeah. I mean, Allie Love, Pillow. We're Pelotoners. Ellie Love uses all the time. She's like, boss exactly, up. Exactly. Exactly. 100%. And let me tell you, when she says that in her class, I'm like, heck yeah, I'm going to boss up. But yeah. Yes, I got this. Yeah. Give me that 60 resistance. I'm here for it. Agree with that wholeheartedly. <laughs> it's like a very like motivating word. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Okay, friends. Well, thanks for tuning in. This is the end of the episode. Have a great rest of your day. Cheers. 
that's a wrap on today's episode of Mom Means Business. We hope you enjoyed this empowering conversation and found inspiration to fuel your journey as a mom and entrepreneur. We'd love to hear your thoughts, stories, and suggestions at the Mom Means Business podcast at gmail.com. Connect with us on social media, share your experiences, and let's continue this incredible journey together. Thank you for joining us today and being a part of our Mom Means Business community. Until next time, keep chasing your dreams, balancing your life, and remember, you are unstoppable.